0: 2020 was quite the year, especially when it comes to crazy and horrifying TikTok stories. Today, we are going into the depths to explore the haunted and unnatural side of horror talk, focusing on a woman who is experiencing her own scary movie seemingly right across the street. Every day
1: for months, TikTok user Bets and Angel and her husband see this strange figure pacing day and night directly in the woods across from their house. And when you dive deeper into the details, this TikTok has the potential to get downright paranormal. So buckle up, this is one of those stories that's gonna make you fear what goes bump in the night.
0: Welcome to Internet Urban Legends, a Spotify original from ParCast. I'm Loi, the evidence expert. And I am Eleanor, the perpetually stubborn skeptic. And together we are the gruesome twosome, hanging out, talking about scary stories, and deep diving into the darkest corners of the internet.
1: As always, we might find the answers we're looking for, or we might just scare ourselves into staying up all night. And we are glad to have you along for the
0: ride, especially for this one, I am so stoked we have been saving this one just for you guys. It is a very, very interesting TikTok story. The whole Bets and Angel account is really fascinating because we only have about a month and a half, two months worth of content to go off of before the poster of the account disappeared. Just left the internet. Where is she? No one knows. This is one of those stories
1: where it's so involved and it's also with paranormal things. I mean, we'll get into it a little bit later. Oftentimes I think the ghost is like invisible. You'll see like cabinets closing or, you know, lights turning on and off and you can always, there's always a chance it's a wire, right? That's where my brain goes immediately. It's the wind, like it could be anything. There's something on this account clearly going on. Whether it's a ghost or something else, there's like a physical happening and it's weird. So even if it's not paranormal, at the very least, this is like such a strange story.
0: It is very interesting to say the absolute least. And I am so excited to see what your detective brain thinks about this, because this might be the first one that I stand super firmly behind. Like, I think this is paranormal.
1: (gasps)
0: We start off with an introduction to a woman whose name we never quite receive. All we know is the name of the account, Bets and Angel 69. Could we call her Bets? I'm really not sure. I might deem her as Bets at some point during the story because I hate calling her the poster, the nameless woman. What we do know is that she is a 40 something mother of three. At one point we get the number 44 year old mother of three living in a seemingly very rural area. And we learn that through, of course, these TikToks that she's posting about a strange paranormal experience she's having right across from her front lawn. On the first TikTok, she opens up talking to somebody in the TikTok that maybe we can discern is like a daughter, a stepdaughter, a friend, a granddaughter, I don't know. It's somebody and we hear a little voice pipe up in the back, but we see that she is filming and asking someone who is with her, do you see that? A shadowy figure, just a tall shadow walking back and forth and back and forth in the small opening in the trees right next to a white church across from her home. And I think that at first it's like, why are they walking back and forth like that? Like very, a very strange pattern of movement to just go back and forth and back and forth, but you just think it's a person, right? Now, Betts goes on to say that she only really posted the videos on TikTok because she had originally posted them for a group of friends on Facebook who couldn't quite explain what was going on across the street. And I will say that upon like kind of further staring at this figure in this very first video, it is like a shadowy kind of creepy figure, but she's also zoomed all the way in on her camera. It's a really like dark mass, but she's posting them here because she just wants feedback on what it could be across the street.
1: Okay, okay, okay. Number one, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that Finding a ghost or capturing a ghost on film is probably very rare. Finding somebody who unironically and innocently using like the number 69 in their username (laughs) is maybe more rare. I was shocked. This is like a a normal like 40-year-old woman. (laughs) Like I know it was an accident. But speaking of her age, like I feel like that lends, I hate to say it, I feel like that lends so much more credibility to the story. I think if it was a 20-year-old, I would inherently just right off the bat believe it was a friend who was across the street pacing because this is such an obvious like TikTok idea. But if you look at her account, for anyone listening, I really wanna reemphasize that she seems like completely sort of uninterested in internet fame. You already mentioned she just kind of disappeared (laughs) off the internet at a certain point. She wasn't like clearly looking to be an influencer or do anything else with this story. The videos were almost too informal to be faked. The only thing that tipped me off that this might be potentially set up is that she does use the term shadow figure in one of her videos. And I don't think that's a term that somebody who's not involved in like sort of the paranormal sphere would know about.
0: She has tried to go investigate across the street before and nobody is ever there. She'll see them walking back and forth from her little perch in the window. I almost imagine her as like a woman, like watching the yard, making sure no kids play in it. I'm sorry, Bets. I'm sorry. That was probably rude. But she's just staring over there at the shadowy figure, making sure he doesn't leave. And every time she leaves and goes to check it out, he's not there. So she says.
1: This is my biggest qualm. She never actually films herself with her phone in her hand, walking over, as the man is pacing, she goes over multiple times and she always sets up her phone in the weirdest, she will like set up her phone from far away to film herself walking into the woods and then later pick up her phone and be like, okay, I have my phone back in my hand. She never once actually shows us the man pacing and then moves forward towards the figure
0: ever. That's a very good point. At one point, specifically when she and her husband decide to go and investigate, the person walking back and forth. They go together into the woods and there is footage online of kind of what you were just saying, Eleanor, of them walking. She kind of like puts her camera down. They walk across the street, then it cuts and suddenly the footage is back in her hand. It could just be her trying to provide further evidence. Maybe she heard the people talking on TikTok about like, oh, it's your husband doing it, like whatever. Maybe she was like, no, he's with me but she had one camera.
1: (laughs) But that doesn't prove anything. That doesn't prove like you never see the husband and the figure in the same frame. You never even see them or hear them in the same environment. She clearly knows how to film, right? She will set up her phone and film like selfie type videos talking to the camera. She sometimes does pick up her phone. So the one time there's a cut, it's to make sure that she can have her husband like visibly in the frame when the walking man is not to pretend like
0: I don't know it just seems all very convenient well they do discover something in the woods specifically in this kind of footage of her and her husband walking over to where the man paces every single day you know they call out and they're saying hello you know are you there do you need help are you okay um, which I mean, also is like just things I would ask a person pacing in front of my house all day, every day, maybe after I called the cops. Right. Um, but when they go over there, while they do not see the person, they hear this god awful screeching sound that is just like one of the creepiest noises I have literally ever heard.
1: I will give you that. That TikTok freaked me out. I watched, I think, every video on her account and the only one where I got a little chill. I have never heard a noise like that in my entire life. And she also, her reaction sounds genuinely terrified when
0: she hears it. However, there could be an explanation for it. One YouTuber, someone with the name of Dave with James on YouTube, who did kind of like a cover of this story last year, theorizes that the sound is actually (laughs) a male deer doing a little call. He winds up playing the sound of like a male deer doing this, making these like creepy sounds. And it's almost identical. Oh. Yeah. So it's just,
1: I mean, potentially a really weird coincidence. What are the chances that a deer would make that noise the minute they walked over and started filming? And so close, like so close to where they were. Because that noise, there's no way to describe it, but it's just, it's not superimposed over the video. Like it's very clearly audio in the video that's happening from far away. So what, what a weird coincidence. If you take away that video, then I'm almost entirely, I'm almost entirely convinced it's the husband.
0: That could be totally true. The only footage that we really have of her going to investigate being this clip of her and her husband checking it out and we see them walking into the woods together, but then we never see the husband in the shot with her. However, after this point, things kind of seem to ramp up and we are starting to look at surveillance footage videos and just a whole lot more. The story takes a really dark turn after the whole screaming in the woods incident. Now, they end up installing security cameras because their dogs are alerting to somebody being outside the home. It's really freaking them out and the dogs are freaked. Yeah, the dogs are spooked. There are a couple of videos with the
1: dogs and they look, I mean, (laughs) a human can act. A dog cannot. The dogs seemed freaked out by
0: whatever was going on. One particular night, when they not only catch one of these screams that they've been hearing at night, but also a small, unexplained puff of smoke, like just a cloudy little haze on the security camera. Her husband immediately runs outside. We see footage of him running outside to go and check it out, and he doesn't see anything.
1: Do you know if anyone else lives with them? Has she ever mentioned if any of her kids are also in the house? Is it just her and her husband? I actually do not know
0: if it's just the two of them. When she refers to her kids, I know she has an older one that I don't think lives with her anymore. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, she's clearly talking to somebody, maybe a young girl or woman or
1: something. The reason I ask is because i the husband could certainly be the pacer, like could be, physically could be. There's no proof that he's not. You never see him in the same room but on these later videos either something is happening outside the house or like someone is pretending that it is and it's neither her nor her husband Mm -hmm. so if they have a kid at home maybe it was a family affair right like (laughs) i don't know It, it seems like if they did orchestrate this and they did live alone that seems really strange this is one of those situations where i don't see any evidence of it being a ghost i don't know why it would be a ghost I haven't heard any reason that it would be a ghost instead of a person, but I do genuinely think there probably was a person who she was not related to,
0: who was like messing around on her property. You know, the dogs, the way that the dogs freaked out, I don't think that that was towards a family member. Mm, True. And I could be wrong, you know, they could have like disguised themselves or something, but it it was not, it was like a big stranger bark. I, I don't know how to explain it.
1: That also just seems so involved to be like, little Timmy, go dress up as a bad man to scare the dog so we can get it on camera in the middle of the night, you know? Like, (laughs) I believe people will go far for viral stunts, but I don't know. That seems a little unlikely. What are your thoughts then on this little puff of smoke? Are there any thoughts? I have no idea what that could be. I almost consider that to be the same as the scream in the woods that could be a deer. There certainly could be an explanation. Like, it could be anything. Mm -hmm. But... It almost seems like such a coincidence that it would come right after a scream. I don't know. I don't see how the scream would be in any way related to a puff of smoke. Her husband went out and investigated and didn't find anything. So I'm kind of 50-50 on whether I think that potentially somebody really was there doing something. But if so, why? Why puff a little, what? Like puff a little sig or something? I have no idea what the reasoning for that would be. Yeah, it would... (sighs)
0: To catch it on a security camera. Right. Like, you are a grown family and you clearly have other things to do. Why do this? And then stop posting the minute that your story reaches its height, you know? That's true. I don't know. In terms of the footage that we have to really analyze on the TikTok, these videos on the Bets and Angels 69 accounts stop in June of 2020. 20. So we went from May 20th of 2020 to June of 2020, with Bets kind of doing a multi-part talking to camera, sort of like not even a finale. It certainly doesn't seem like a finale to this viral story, but just kind of giving a little bit of further insight into the story, things that we've already told you guys a little bit earlier, but also saying that she wants to do an entire YouTube channel just based on what seemingly is the haunting across the street. And she says that there's no better word to describe it that she and her family can think of than the word sinister. And that's where we have a YouTube channel called Sinister come into play. Now, Betts never linked anything in her bio, never formally announced the channel, never posted anything on the TikTok again after June of 2020. However, about eight or nine months ago, a YouTube video online surfaced under the channel name Sinister, mostly featuring footage that had already been in the TikToks. There were things that I personally hadn't seen before They could be TikToks that were then deleted for whatever reason, but it's like this eight minute long video with all of the things that basically Bet's TikTok account never was. Like there's creepy music, there's creepy editing. Like Hmm. it's really introing this story in this um, very dramatic, like cinematic way. And maybe she got more serious about storytelling or maybe this isn't her because we have no proof that the Sinister account belongs to Bets, except that she said she was going to start one under the name Sinister. The other big reason I'm not sure if this YouTube account is her is that all of the TikToks are square cropped. So, if there was a watermark, you know how like when you download things from TikTok, like you get you get the fun little watermark that bounces everywhere. It's kind of like the DVD symbol where it goes from like corner to corner. Oh, the perfect corner bounce. Nothing more satisfying. If they were downloaded by someone, the watermarks would have given it away. But the way that they're cropped clearly takes out the watermarks. And perhaps this is just me being an optimist, but I just feel like Why would she square crop the footage? Probably because
1: she went into a video editor and tried to add iPhone footage and it cropped the bottom and the top off. (sighs) So the sides were black because she doesn't know. She's like, she doesn't know how to use like technology. (laughs) That's what I would assume.
0: Here I'm sitting and I'm like, oh, like, why would she do that? She's... (laughs) Why would she square crop it specifically to cut out the watermark? That's also totally valid. I mean, right? I mean, yeah. To be fair, though, adding scary
1: music is another layer of editing that you'd think you'd like be able to figure out how to zoom on your TikToks. But my guess would be that she, we don't know this is her, but that she took her TikTok footage, put it all together in a montage. Obviously, none of it was filmed horizontally. She can't like super zoom into the person. So she has to leave it as a square crop. Hmm. This makes me believe it so much less. And I hate that that's the case because listen, if you experience a real haunting, capitalize on that, right? But the TikTok account seemed so unbranded and so just like her real experience. And Sinister, making a YouTube account called Sinister and doing like a montage trailer for this creepy thing that's happening is so the antithesis of that. Even if it's not her that actually started the account, the fact that she came out and said she wanted to I
0: don't know. When she just decided to peace out after a month of posting this, I felt like for me, I believed it so hard. I'm the opposite. I really am.
1: Until I heard about the YouTube channel, I agreed with you. Like she disappeared. She wasn't going after the fame. Now what I think happened is it's like, someone in their 40s who was like, TikTok's really easy. I can do this on YouTube. Started a YouTube channel, realized, oh my God, this is a lot harder. And then realized that she probably wasn't gonna make any like money off of it. It would have to be a lot more work than she probably wanted to do with like kids and pieced off the internet.
0: Every time I've looked at this figure across the street, I just felt icky. And then the dogs barking and she seemed so genuinely scared, but oh no.
1: This probably was just a person who was doing that for, like, a day. Just walking back and forth for whatever reason, yeah. And she had those clips and then realized that if she, like, wanted to keep this story going, she would have to say that it happened all the time, but couldn't continue to get footage because it wasn't happening all the time. So she made a YouTube channel to build this narrative,
0: but then had, like, nothing else to say. In defense of my theory that it could be paranormal, I am from the South, yeehaw, and... My parents always worked in a church growing up, and uh, it was primarily for music reasons. My parents both have a crazy, intense music background, but we would basically go from like church to church to church, and they would all have just like different vibes to them. And I remember so specifically, this story reminds me of a church that my dad played piano at one Sunday, where I kept seeing shadows, like somebody walking around the outside of the church. And when I left, I was like, who was doing that walking outside the church? There was salt in a circle around the entire building. And I was like, freaky. Hmm. And I think that that's maybe from my own experiences, I'm almost like imposing that onto this story that I'm like, oh yeah, she's clearly in a rural area, maybe in the South. And it could be this haunted Church ground where somebody is doomed to walk back and forth outside the church. Maybe they put some salt. I don't know. If there was
1: no church, would you still think it was paranormal? Like if it was the exact same story, but instead of a church, it was just a
0: green field? You know what? I don't think so. So it's just the church. Yeah. Because I think that if I just saw somebody walking back and forth in the woods without a location, even if it was just like a CVS that like, (laughs) I don't know, no one was near. Mm -hmm. I don't think I would have the same sort of reaction that like, oh yeah, this could totally be a haunting and I think it is. That's where I'm at.
1: I just see a, what looks like a person walking and have heard nothing that would convince me that it was anything other than a person.
0: I'm really wondering where people get this ghost idea from. Clearly, we are... Had a bit of a crossroads here in terms of like our own experiences and how we feel about this situation and we really want to hear from you guys at home tag us on social media with hashtag gruesome twosome tell us your thoughts is this paranormal is it just a guy in the woods
1: I still think it's the hubby I still think it's the hub- not to be not to rain on the parade but I still I still think <laughs> it's the husband but let us know what you think because I, I might be in the minority here I think for this one I might be
0: You know, I think it's gonna be so interesting to hear what other people have to say and other reasons why like people may believe it one way or another. Because we have so little to go off of that it's like we have to analyze the way that this 44 year old woman is posting to TikTok to decipher, is the shadow a person or is it a ghost? Thank you all so much for listening. We are your hosts, Loie and Eleanor, also known as the Gruesome Twosome. And we have loved diving into the world of internet urban legends with you. You can find all episodes of internet urban legends for free exclusively on Spotify. Don't
1: forget to follow the podcast so we can continue bringing you a new disturbing mystery each and every week. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at Lowybug and at Snitchery, and support our show by following at Parcast on Instagram and at Parcast Network on Twitter. Stay gruesome, friends.
0: Internet Urban Legends is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler from Parcast, Slash Management,
1: and by Deanna Markov, Avi Gandhi, Ed Simpson, Brent Montgomery from Wheelhouse DNA. Sound design by Ron Shapiro with associate sound design by Michael Motion. It is produced by Jonathan Ratliff, John Cohen, and Kristen Acevedo.
0: It is associate produced by Lexi Kiven.
1: Research provided by Emma Gladstone and Kyle Dearborn.
0: And we're your hosts, Loie Lane and Eleanor Barnes, aka The Gruesome Twosome.